That Gary Coleman stories really got me saying, what you talking about, Wills? This is WBCS, warm beer in the cheap seats. What's going on? It's Friday night. I am Casey. I got a couple people that are going to be joining us in a little bit remotely. We're doing it a little different. I'm working at a Studio D. I got Big Mike that's going to be calling in a little bit. We'll get uh, Big Ed, of course, will be chiming in. And I got sweet Melissa here in the studio. Hello! So we're back, and uh, we got a couple things that we're going to talk about. Um, Big Mike shared a story on a custom Chevy that I think, uh, you know, people would be digging. I mean, you know, the weather's nice. This would be a car that would be fun to cruise around in. It's a story about um, Gary Coleman, a little handsy. So, uh, yeah, so, again, that's going to be Big Mike. He's going to kind of cover that. Uh, Big Ed's got a couple things in his rock and roll retrospective. is in this groovy band called Leaf Hound. The album is Growers of Mushrooms. I'm not sure if he mentioned it last week. I think he mentioned the band, not the album. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember the album name. Fuzzy memories. <laughs> and, uh, you know, there's other uh, pop culture things that we'll, we'll kind of jump on from here and there. And then I'm going to do uh, my segment, new segment, called The Baseball Minute with Casey. <laughs> Big Ed, how are you doing, buddy? Hey, guys. He's, he's breaking in. Ah, there you are. There you are. How are you doing? Welcome back. You guys hear me all right? Yeah, okay. What do you, uh, you're in the blues mobile? Just, just keep talking. I'm listening. I'm, I'm doing some, I'm still oh. fumbling. Uh, I'm on the road. You're clearer now. Oh, okay. Thank you, uh, Broad. Sure. This is Uncle Ed's sister. Wait. Okay. What? So confused. No, I'm not sure who I just uh, took into the show. <laughs> huh. All right. Well, I think she's gone. I think she's in the car. I don't I'm know, here. but oh, you're here. <laughs> you're so you just go by Uncle Ed's sister. <laughs> so. Your parents had a very uh, unique way of naming people. I feel like there's some branding there, though. Yeah. Like Uncle Ed, sisters. And it would be Jim. weird if you if you didn't have an Uncle Ed or a brother in your family. It'd just be kind of like really odd. You'd be a very weird only child. <laughs> hmm. And just like that. Dot, dot, dot. Yep. Sex in the City. Yep. J Lo's here. Yes, J Lo. I hadn't heard from him in a while. Whoop, whoop. Well, I was 
wait, waiting on Big Mike. She's okay with it. I'm sorry? Well, I don't know how it will work. I can't get it to work through the Bluetooth through the car, so. <laughs> Nico is Nico. Uh, <laughs> we got, ladies and gentlemen, uh, yeah. Yeah, we got uh, shenanigans on the We background. are some smart folks over here. Yeah, now we go. <laughs> That's right. That was very confusing. Well, you know what? All right, while, while we're all just cruising around, uh, we're going to talk, and, uh, you know, I believe the Subway Slams could be joining us uh, later tonight. So uh, I'll just bring up uh, – my new segment, the Baseball Minute, and I want to start off by saying happy Jackie Robinson Day to all you baseball Ooh. lovers out there. If you don't know who Jackie Robinson is, you should look him up. He's an American legend. Um, also, I want to start off, uh, folks, when you go to a Dodgers game, that catcher you keep booing, Will Smith, that's not that Will Smith. <laughs> First off, he's white. Second off, he's on my fantasy team. And, and You're bombing him out, and it's affecting me. my numbers. <laughs> he's never slapped uh, Chris Rock or his brother Tony. So uh, he might even, uh, I don't know, he might even like uh, Chris. So I, I don't know. He stop. might even change his name. But stop booing Will Smith at the Dodgers game. It's the wrong Will Smith. Uh, now, I do want to educate folks out there, you know, what to watch. I want to focus on the positive of baseball. Well, there's something positive. There's a guy on the Cleveland Guardians. Uh, the rookie, Stephen Kwan. And I'm getting an echo from somebody. Where, uh, hey, 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 what's uh, happening? Big Mike. There Yay. you go, buddy. Hi, Hi everybody. Okay. Hey, we're, we're just running down the baseball minute, and then we're going to get back to your uh, custom car that you might be picking up. Oh, it's a beauty, too. Yes. <laughs> so there's this guy, Stephen Kwan. He's a center fielder for the Cleveland Guardians. In his first 19 at-bats, he had 10 hits, 5 RBIs. He's batting 526. This is as of um, Thursday morning, I believe. And he only struck out once. In fact, I think... Wednesday night was the first time he had swung and missed on a pitch all season. Wow. Not not bad for a guy first time in the big, big league. So, welcome to the big league, Stephen. We're looking at a big things for you. Um, things I noticed also in baseball this week. Big story. Uh, a member of my fantasy baseball team that I handpicked and drafted. Uh, the Darlings, Darlings. Wow. Yes. It's... It, it's uh, about Kershaw. Clayton Kershaw was pitching a perfect game, and he ended up getting pulled out of the game in the seventh inning. A lot of people got a little upset. I think Barstool Sports took it a little too far. They actually ran a headline that said Dave Roberts, who's the manager of the L.A. Dodgers, again, Dodgers again, uh, don't Bill Will Smith. Uh, they said he's an asshole. And I think it's just a little too far. I think – Barstool at some point needs to like you know turn it down a notch. I don't, I don't know why they're they're really insistent on running these headlines calling people assholes. But hmm. you know, they can, uh, making friends. Well, it's I, look. I understand people are like it's a it's a perfect game. Don't take out the pitcher. All right. Well, the guy just had major surgery. 
It's the most he's pitched in like six to eight months. You don't want to lose him on his first outing. You know, you got a whole season. You got to play 162 games. And it's when not like did you make that decision? Yeah, and you know what? He said he, he he was fine with it. He felt like he had nothing in the tank. And this is a, it's not unprecedented for a pitcher to have a good game in April and to be pulled. Uh, yeah. Two years ago, it happened to Trevor Bauer. Uh, yeah, I just a, want them to get all, you know, worked in perfectly. Well, yeah, I mean, there's no point in taking your ace and burn them out and giving them dead arm in April. I mean, that, that would just be dumb. There's... I, I'm more aggravated throughout the whole perfect game. The announcers will not shut up and keep reminding you it's a perfect game. One, I know what it is. I'm watching the game. You don't have to tell me. Uh, two, if you have to tell me because I'm too stupid to understand, I'm probably not watching baseball anyways because I'm feeble-minded. Three, respect the sport. You do not talk about no-hitters. You don't talk about perfect games. All you could say is something special is going on. And just leave it at that. Respect the sport. That's all. That's all. So, and uh, random thought of the week about baseball. You know, reflecting, because I was doing a couple spring training games, and I got to see, you know, Anthony Rizzo, who formerly of the Cubs, playing first base for the Yankees, and they're playing the Tigers, and they're at the baddest, Javier Baez. And I'm like, this is weird. That's like half the cornerstone of the 2016 World Series champs, Chicago Cubs. And to me, it's sad. And now, you know, looking back, because now we're six seasons from that World Series, you know, I, I think Cubs fans are going to look at the 2016 Cubs like Mets fans look at the 86 Mets and say, we should have won more. We should have won more. But, hey, you, you, you got one. You got the monkey off your back. That's it. That's the baseball minute from Casey. So you guys can all just enjoy. Well done. Well done. Any any questions, concerns, comments, emotional outbursts about baseball real quick before we move on? I have none. No. Okay. None. I think that was more than a minute. Well, it's a it's a liberal minute, you know. Uh, li- you oh, know, with the- oh, okay, yes, yes, they have their own rules. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. They have different watches. <laughs> Is this Rush Limbaugh's sister? Am I getting warmer? Yeah, I think so. Are you sitting behind the golden microphone? Boom, boom. She ripped up Biden's State of the Union, though. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was a Garfield comic book. <laughs> it was book number three, Bigger, Better, and Fatter. That's a real title, by the way. The follow-up to, the follow-up to Don't Eat My Lasagna. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say, in... Book three, wasn't he sitting in a pan of lasagna, or is that – I know on one cover. I think that was big uh, number three. Yep. Fond memories. There's a big orange and then cat the, over here. You know, there was, there was, a, there was a prequel to that called Odie, Don't Lick Your Wee-Wee. Yes. <laughs> it, it wasn't very popular. I don't understand why. <laughs> Parents didn't find it very – uh, Where's Subway Slam been? He's probably been trying to lick his wee-wee. Oh, God. 
<laughs> He's trying to emulate Odie. Oh no. Was he making barking noises too? Oh, nope, just licking his wee wee. Well, like a slurping sound. And another one. <laughs> hey, random fun fact. Did you guys know that there's now alcoholic Mountain Dew? Yeah, it's called Mountain Dew and vodka. That's what I said. Well, you know what? Mountain Dew originally was made to be a mixer. Really? Uh-huh. Huh. huh. Yeah, yeah, you know, it, it probably took a bite out of moonshine. It probably did. Well, I just learned something new. <clears throat> but yeah, I, I I saw again watching History Channel, history behind the food, blah blah blah. The food um, that made America. Food that made America. The, uh, it wasn't food that made America, but it was on one of those okay. one of those shows, and they they were talking about you know uh, Mountain Dew, but Mountain Dew came out. I think it was like late 50s, early 60s. Sounds about right. It, that checks out. Yeah, <laughs> that checks out. With a little little hillbilly with a cork shooting through his hat. That's pretty oh, awesome. And, and he had that curly yeah. cue kind of like uh, his beard. You'll see that label when they have the real sugar in it. Hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, like the older glass bottle ones you'll find every once in a while. Oh, right. Yes. That is a It'll say made with real sugar. Makes you really think about what they're putting in it. Hmm. Now, have you guys, speaking of these shows, have you seen Adam Eats the 80s on History Channel? I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it. Uh, negative Ghost Rider. Okay, so it's Adam Richman who did Man, Man versus Food. Oh, okay, okay. I knew the name's familiar, trying to figure out All right. So he does it. He has a show now. It's on Sunday night. I believe it's nine o'clock. He is eating like all kinds of different stuff from the 80s. And speaking of soda with either sugar or corn syrup, that was last week's episode. Now, when are they going to do the crossover event and bring the guys that are eating history and they eat stuff that's about 40 years old on that show? Yeah, that, that that would be a great crossover. I, I would like. Yeah, they visit him in the hospital bed. There's a botulism. Listen, <laughs> mm-hmm. Big Ed, did you ever watch that show? Those guys about did get botulism. That may be why it's off no, the air. I, mean, I, I don't know how I, I don't know how I missed it. I might have been People too busy probably were trying to do it at home. They ate a bag of like twenty year old. Uh, <laughs> uh, Corn chips, they were uh, Fritos. That's disgusting. All that, the oil in that shit all went rancid. Ugh. But they ate it. <laughs> they would be better off oh, eating a bag of shit. Like were they crunchy? It, it'd probably taste better. It'd be all natural. Of course. It's kind of like farm to table, but it's like from ass to table. <laughs> ass to table. You're on to something there, big Ed. Uh, bringing a new meaning to ask I'm gonna, I'm gonna let that one. I'll, I'll let you guys run with that one. That's what I do. I, I'm a pitch man. <laughs> no, no, you can keep that one. <laughs> I insist. Do a little ass to mouth or mouth to ass resuscitation. <laughs> oh, God. 
So they're selling this PBR 99 beer pack in 15 is that, states, by the way. Is that still a thing? I thought that article was old. So that's current? That's current. That's a lot of beer. Well, you know, I mean, some if you have a four-day weekend, you have a couple buddies. Not a lot of beer. It's not going to be enough. You might need two packs of those 99. You might, yes, and you need a good size cooler. Wait, how much does this cost? What's the kicker? It's just a lot of beer. Well, if it's PBR, it's probably still only fifteen dollars. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's it's a beer bargain, tasty, delicious beer bargain. That's but you're going to need a station wagon or a sport utility to get the freaking pack of beer home. I'm going to find out how much it is. Well, sweet Melissa and I apparently ran into someone that revived hey. it. Uh, the whole brand by or his wife did by themselves. Yes, and, really. Uh, he knows everything about New Orleans and any subject matter you ever talked about in your life. He was very proud of her and himself, mostly they're, of himself, though. They're less than hey, two bucks each 175 bucks. Yeah, that's it. That's not bad. There you go. I had to know. I bet you get a Keystone Lights for about half of that wrestling. Is more than one oh! royal. Family. Oh, there he is. The Wee Wee Man. Adrenaline in my soul. <laughs> oh my. Huh? Uh, hey, Subway. Um, congratulations on your run on off 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 Broadway. Uh, thank I you. Read, I read a review. You are the tw- could be the twenty first century Yule Brenner that Broadway needs. You know what? I'll take it. Big Ed went away. Excellent. And then you came back. I'll take it. And you you know, uh, I was supposed to face off Seth Rollins at WrestleMania, but then I decided to call a little friend of mine, Mr. Cody Rhodes, the American Nightmare. And uh, that's how this all started. Uh, me and Cody Rhodes are really good friends. Um, and... Cody Rhodes will be your new WWE champion. By when? Courtesy of Subway. Do you think this uh, year or is that going to be next year? I think this year. Sub- SummerSlam. You think SummerSlam? Yeah. Hmm. I, I, I think he's got it planned. No, I guess so. He's got an inside. Yeah. I mean, there's a good reason why he's back. He he's gonna go for the world championship. So, well, I thought it was pretty cool. He threw in the people's elbow in there, or not the the people's the, the his dad's uh, atomic elbow. Yeah, that was pretty cool. <sighs> but yeah, you know what? It, it was gonna be a you know what? It, it was a better than Matt. It was a better match. Cody and Seth versus uh, what was gonna be Subway Slam versus Seth Rollins. So uh. Mm. Did really well there. Mm-hmm. So uh, my main takeaway I have is that Cody Rhodes will dominate, and I will be his manager. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> You're a pretty busy guy. You you just uh... <laughs> so like a... where are you going to find the time? Where am I going to find the time? That is a very good question. Well, <laughs> I was yeah. I was playing... am I right or am I right? Uh, well, I was planning on invading AEW, but I don't know. I might, I might, I might intrude 
an AEW Dynamite, and I might go after for the AEW Championship. Hmm. Are you playing the new WWE uh, 2K22 game? <sighs> Me? Not right yes. now. I... No, Me, not, not right physically now. <laughs> right now. <laughs> I mean, you know, at all. No. Hmm. Interesting. No, I'm not. No, that wanted to be a yes. It's, it's pretty fun. However, I've been playing mostly Rocket League, so. But oh, Rocket League, of course. Yeah. Um, I've been playing mostly NHL 22. So. Uh, yeah. That's How's my that? thing. In. Uh, it's pretty good, actually. Hmm. Uh, if you ask me. Hey, yeah, did you hear the? Good. I did. Kind of the you. the sad hockey news today. Oh my God, Mike Bossy. Oh, yeah. that's that's the set. That's the second Terrible guy. Uh, legend. Absolutely. That's the second guy uh, they lost from the dynasty this year. Yeah, Clark Gillies was the other one. Wait, who is he and what happened? Mike Bossy. Mike do you want to explain their subway? Yeah, sure. Uh, and how do you spell Bossy? Just how you spell Bossy. Oh, with a Y. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, not like a, with an E or anything like that. Tell you a story um, later because I'd be breaking HIPAA. Okay. Uh, so Mike Bossy is one of the greatest hockey players of all time. He was probably, uh, I mean, uh, of his generation. Yeah, from from their gen- from Big Ed's generation and a little bit of uh, Casey's generation. Yeah. Yeah. He and he was an amazing goal scorer. Uh, uh, he had a Did short he career, short career, but pretty good. Uh, but yeah, mostly with the Islanders. Uh, well, actually, all with the Islanders. Yep. Uh, and he, had a, he had a real bad back injury that kind of limited his play the last like three seasons. You know, yeah, partial time. yeah, but he still scored like forty goals in his final season. About about that. Um, yeah, but he was pretty good. He 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 was a really really good player. Um, what did he die of? Yeah, lung cancer. Lung cancer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Mike Bossy. Uh, yeah, pretty good. He was a really, really good player. Uh, four, four Stanley Cups in a row. Yeah, uh, yep. something that a sports team has. Uh, that a what is it called? An NHL sports team has not done before. No, the the Canadians. Where they they were the only U.S. team to do it. Oh, okay. The, okay, they're the only U.S. hockey team to do it. That, that's it. Canadians. That's right. I forgot the Canadians are still relevant. Okay. You know, and at the time, they were probably the most unlikely team to do it. Yeah, I can even see win that. a championship. I can see, yeah. yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Am I right? Uh, Am I right? Yeah, you're you're right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Nick, I just uh, want my, you to say that. <laughs> yeah, uh, my boss. Yeah, a really, really good player. Uh, I, I put him in my top 10 of uh, NH- greatest NHL players of all time. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, top top 10. And, you know, if he didn't have that bad back, he'd be, he, he would have the goal uh, he'd have the goal record over Gretzky. Well, he, he, well, he'd be up there for sure. I mean, he, he was putting up some big numbers. He was one of the few guys to do, like, 50 goals in 50 games. Oh, wow. oh yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He 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 was something, but uh, yeah. R.I.P. Mike Bossy. Oh man, that 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 sucks. Ew. Oh that that sucks. Hey hey, quick question. 
Did you hear yes. the lieutenant governor of New York got indicted and he, he's gone? Uh, what? yeah, yeah. Uh, so he had basically misappropriated funds for a campaign. And I'm not sure if it was for the last governor's election or, or whatever, but he basically got indicted on like some type of ca- campaign fraud. Yep. So, wow. Subway, um, you're back in the political game. Ah, uh, no, I no, you know, I could. Unfortunately, I, I have to deal with someone named Cody Rhodes. So unfortunately, <laughs> I rather I rather hang out with Cody Rhodes than do another political thing again. So I, you're done with politics. <laughs> For for and now, you have the old touch of the wee wee scandal, and you know, <laughs> touch of the wee wee scandal will always, you know, <laughs> that'll always put a wrench in a political career. Ah, uh, yeah. The little boys going, so, uh, it's my... funny. You touch of the wee wee, makes the noise. It's funny. Oh boy. Oh my. What no noise is it? Ah! Oh my. Uh. <laughs> oh boy. Um. Don't let your children listen to this. Yeah, Europe. definitely not. Cover your children's ears. <laughs> and their wee-wees. Um, ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh boy. But uh yeah, no, I'm not I'm not running again. I got Cody Rhodes. I got Cody Rhodes now. That's better than uh that's better than uh what New York it has. Maybe it should be Johnny Knoxville first. He seems to be a contender. Yeah, you, you know I could. You, you know, you know I could, I, and I should. Maybe I should fly down to Knoxville and just fight, fight him. He's got a lot of gadgets. He, he knows how. He knows. He doesn't pull the stops. You know what I mean? All right. He's got gadgets and gizmos aplenty. Oh, is that what it is? Well, I have an idea. I, I have an idea. How about I, I text or call Sami Zayn, uh, to see if there's any advice, uh. I can uh, get. He might not be the one to ask. Yeah, I know. I know because Sami Zayn's not really good, and he lost to Johnny Knoxville because of a wee man. (laughs) Hey, win to win. Uh, Yeah, win to win. A little interference. A little interference never hurt. Literally a little interference. I I, I like the wee man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy, his name's funny. It's like really. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you got my mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god! The ultimate Karen is laughing. Yep. <laughs> he t- he touched it two two times. Three times oh. he smacked the ring. Oh, it's a, okay. It's a touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! Wow! Now what? Where do we go from there? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, that gives us a great segue to a article that came out just this week. Okay, which one's that? That's oh, oh, the, oh. the Molly Shannon article oh. with her encounter with Carrie Coleman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to uh, <laughs> Uh-oh. explain that a little bit more? Absolutely. 
So Molly Shannon has just released her book. It's called Hello, Molly. Um, and there's, I don't know if it's an article or not an article, I'm sorry, a whole chapter or a portion of the chapter. She goes into, when she first got into show business, she was going to be represented by Gary Coleman's manager. So <laughs> they met up, right? And this was Gary Coleman was just coming off different strokes. Oh, yeah. Well, she she was being interviewed on uh, the Stern Show. That's where this. Ah, that's right. Okay. <laughs> where this there you go. And uh, so Gary invites Bali up to his hotel room, the presidential suite in whatever hotel he was staying at. So Gary Coleman, being the Mr. Slickster that he is, hey, why don't you come over and sit on my bed? So he begins to tickle Molly. I guess at that point, Molly starts to get a little uncomfortable. And Gary Coleman, he goes for it all. He tries to hop on top of her, kiss her. Molly said at one point he was jumping on the bed and propelling himself at her. I mean, what oh, wow. kind? What a what an image! Gary Coleman jumping. Could you imagine that? Gary Coleman jumping on a bed and coming at you like a cannonball. That's to me not. Big, Mike? <laughs> I'm talking about something <laughs> I don't ever want to see. Yeah, that's some. That's some. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Right there. And at one point, she was dragging. He was holding onto her leg as she drug him around the room. Ew. That is ew, right? Well, wait, wait. She locked herself in the bathroom, and then he was, like, crawled down on the ground oh. and put his hand, like, little hand underneath the door and just wiggle oh. his finger saying, I could see you or something. <laughs> oh, my God. Exactly right. Yeah, he, he, yeah it's, it's, it's very lunatic behavior. Yes. I mean, who knows? This guy could have been hopped up on uh, – I mean – I hope he was, honestly. I'm certain he was whacked out of his mind. I mean, I don't know. So, oh, it had to be. He had it, or maybe he's just naturally a weirdo. I think naturally a weirdo is a pretty good chance of what was happening. So, Molly Shannon, another quote that I picked up as I read, I read several articles um, pertaining to this incident. She said his little baby hands were up their shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Little baby hands upper shirt. Wow. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Coleman, dude. He just Wait, but now we are supposed to take her seriously, but she called his hands little baby hands. Well, you know, she's still a comedian. She's gonna make light even a, a, over something as serious as sexual harassment. That's a good point. But yeah. There you go. Gary Coleman. Well, I'm going to vomit. Horn dog extraordinaire. Wait a second. Isn't like Gary Coleman like under four, four, uh, five feet? Correct. Mm -hmm. uh, he was under like, I think he was barely four feet tall and was, oh, by the way, because he, he's, he's, he's passed on. Rest in peace, oh, Gary. That's right. Yeah, he went toes up at 42 years old. Why? How? What happened? Uh, I, I think people of his stature don't live long. Well, plus, you know what? It, it, it's a kidney problem that prevented him from growing 
to an average height. So I'm sure some complications of that, you know, after a lifetime of dealing with kidney issues. Hmm. Now, the one thing, Mike, the other story you shared with me and uh, with Big Ed was about this guy that has this shocked car that people are like, what the hell is this thing? And the guy was kind gotcha. of funny. Um, do you want me to play part of the video with the guy talking? Oh, please. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and let's set it up, Casey. This is a real Florida man. This is Florida man. Oh, yeah. This guy, definitely, if we're doing Florida man or shithead, I'm going to just tell you right now, I'm voting him Florida man. Oh, all day long, Florida man. Definitely Florida man. Florida man. Florida yeah. man. Yeah. So here, I'm going to kind of play a little audio here as I try to, as someone's pulling up to his uh, chopped car at a gas station. And I probably should have added a. Feel like I'm there. One moment, please. Power converter, and I'm thinking, man, it's pretty smart, even a minivan, you know. But yeah, uh, a lot of people lost their jobs, and you know, fix it about to lose their checks of, of the uh, you know unemployment and everything. It's pretty scary. I mean, the world. I don't like the way the world is today. But I don't even know how I got into this part of the conversation. He's a very much a philosopher too. Yeah. Anyway, that maybe you always wanted a convertible. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, I've had I've had uh, cars before, motorcycles and everything. But uh, I thought if I if I got to cut a car up, I would like to. Why would not you know? If you take the doors off, I was riding around with no doors, and I thought might as well just cut the top off. You know, here's my chance to have. Of course. For free, oh, you know? my uh, God. I don't know. Who doesn't think that? He, I, I can't, <laughs> and I'm. You know what? The video is kind of hard to navigate for some reason. So the best part, he starts like imitating some lady that she's like, oh, that car is cool. I'll do that. He's like, lady, you'll chip your nails. Mike, you're going to probably describe this car a little better than I Just shut your eye out. Okay. So to paint the picture, it was a first generation Chevrolet Aveo. The guy acquired it. I guess he is in the auto body business. So the inner the interviewer asked Mr. Florida man how he acquired the car. He said he was called by a lady to inspect the car, and it was hit. And if you look at the video, the car was hit. You can see where the rocker panel on the right rear. You can see there was collision damage. And he told the lady, "Hey, lady, this you can't fix the door. You can't fix this. This thing's done." And I think he bought the car. So the lady said, well, what do you think it's worth? The guy gave her like two or 300 bo bucks for this car that ran. So oh. it's a first generation Chevy Aveo hatchback, no doors, the roof cut off. And then and he like kind of welded something. So it's not a like door. a roll bar. Yeah. Like yeah. a door. He had like, he had like, uh, you yeah, know, it's like a roll bar. So bar stock. Sounds he had really bar stock as a as a door, no front fenders and no hood, because you know what? Who needs a who needs a hood and who needs fenders if you don't have a roof? And I think one of the best comments he made, well, and it was a rainy day. I, I don't know if everybody picked up on that on the video over uh, podcast land. It was raining. It was this interview was being conducted at a gas station underneath the overhang while it was raining and. Mr. Florida man said, 
Well, on days like this, I wish I left a little more of the roof on the car. He said only he, on days like he that. said he said at one point in the interview he's like oh, I got it up to ninety five on the interstate. Oh, the person who he bought it from must be thrilled. Well, I don't think she would want to drive around with that car. Well, no. no, that car. Okay, There's that no car way would he no. Got that piece of shit up to ninety five. <laughs> he said he got it up to ninety. <laughs> well, it don't it don't you know what he, did? he fucking hey, lied. Big, big Ed, that thing probably only weighs about a thousand pounds now, if that. <laughs> Maybe it was nine point five. No, you could get it up to ninety five. There's no weight to it. It's probably yeah, I agree. But that thing, their crossbreeds would just push them into uh, a median. And that thing has no structural integrity anymore, so that it probably feels like a wet noodle at ninety five miles an hour. The thing's probably vibrating like hell. The cops have probably already pulled him over and. I want to Whoa. know why the guys from Top Gear are not driving this thing in, a, in a, I don't know. They should be. adventure right now. They, well, Top sweet. Gear should be all over this. Sweet Melissa, you're, you're forgetting we live in a state with no state inspection. Uh, and that car, hey, it's got headlights, taillights, turn signals, seatbelts. <laughs> yeah. ah, it's legal. The hell with it. With a license plate being held on by a strap. Uh, yeah, but Florida, Florida, you're the registered piece of shit. There's there substates that wouldn't happen. Well, that 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 was uh, Big Mike's, I think, point. That That's my point. Where we interstate with no inspection, so that car, what? Who's to say that car is illegal? Nobody, because there's no, there's no point of reference because there's no inspection. Where in Florida do we know? Uh, I, I think it was South Florida. Yeah. Okay. Guy was I, I very did, proud of it. I, I shared that story on our Twitter at Beer Seat, so if people want to see what the hell we're talking about, mm-hmm. if they want to have better luck navigating the the interview, because when he starts making fun of the lady, he's like, "You're gonna chip your nails. <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna be chopping your car. You'll be chipping your nails." <laughs> but that that that's Florida man. That that guy is. Like a Florida man all star. <laughs> he is. Hmm. Best of. Wow. So this weekend they're gonna try to push spring football out again and you got USFL, the Birmingham Stallions, New Jersey Generals. Is anyone gonna watch it? It's gonna be on national TV. Uh what day does it come on? I think it's tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, yeah, I'd probably tune in. If it, you know, if it doesn't interfere with, uh, because they are racing on the dirt at Bristol this weekend. Oh yeah, and they're doing heat races for qualifying tomorrow evening. I, I have to look at the uh, NASCAR schedule. I'm not sure what time, but that qualifying isn't going to last very long. So I'll probably flip over to the USFL. Just make sure you have fresh batteries in the remote. Oh, they switch around. Sure. Switcherooski. Well, I see what they—they they got a couple of veteran guys coaching in the USFL. One of them's Jeff Fisher. I'm just gonna go and make the prediction. His team's gonna finish seven and nine. It's like, <laughs> well, that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that's a Jeff Fisher. They're just seven and nine every year. 
There's just like he he coached Tennessee for 14 years. They made it to the playoffs twice, and every other year they're fucking seven and nine. What he's he's also made a Super Bowl. Yeah. Kevin Dyson on the one yard line. Yeah, ran out of time. (laughs) Didn't run the clock. Yeah. Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner won that Super Bowl. He ran to the sidelines and hugged that girl with that crew cut. It's pretty cool. <laughs> she had a crew cut. Yeah, she was G.I. Jane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can't wait but to see that. Yeah, Get your name it. out of someone's mouth. I feel like that all is better now than it was a couple weeks ago. Well, you don't hear about it anymore. Yeah, unless you're Will, unless you're a catcher for the Dodgers named Will Smith and they keep booing you. <laughs> Folks, leave him alone. It's the wrong Will Smith. Are you yeah, serious? Is that, is that li- this Will Smith catch you in the butt, not in the face. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he gives out good games. Yeah, he's a real good man. Game. Yeah, as long as you say good game, too, then it's not inappropriate. Yeah, exactly right. It's five seconds. Unless you're Pat Sajak and ask him if you watch opera in the buff. Wait, yeah, what what happened? Sajak's getting, like, in my news feed a lot lately. Like, (laughs) What's Sajak up to? You know, you know it's desperate times when we have to talk about happenings on Wheel of Fortune. You know, yeah, he always makes a joke at the end of the show. He does. Yes, he's got a little quip at the end of every show with Vanna. They, they, you know, they have their twenty-two seconds banter at the end of the yeah, their banter at the end of the show. Then, then he, he said something that was that was just a play with words, and of course, the audience is fucking woke and everything is inappropriate. And me too, and that's exactly where it went. And I'm like, I really don't see it. They've been together for 30 yeah, years. I think like... she... Oh, you Uh-oh. Yeah, uh, what he had said to her is, little boy blue, he needed the money. Oh! Oh! Nothing wrong with that. Oh, technical difficulty of uh, Big Ed. Oh, right here. Oh, oh, there you are. There you are. We lost you, pal. Yeah, yeah you know, Will Fortune just needs to write opera. I mean, it's a weird question, but it is. But I, I don't see where it's really offensive. It's just really weird. Big Mike, stop fucking moving. Now, <laughs> I'm not yeah, moving. So what he needs to do like then every up. week, like ask her, like, do you make pasta in the buff? Like, just ask him. <laughs> <laughs> That's the new in bed or under the sheet. Yeah. In the box. Well, if you see their dialogue, it was all about a lady and buff in the opera. Because one of the contestants was, was an opera singer. Well, first off, it's so Wheel of Fortune. It's Wheel of yeah. Fortune. Um, 
Yeah. The show's for morons. They fucking clap the whole time. They spin the wheel. Yay! Wheel spinny! Yay! Wheel spinny! Yay! Yay! Click, 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 click. Yay! Yay! Wheel spinny! Time out. I want to bring it back. I want to bring it back to where they had to pick out the prizes, and then they're like, and you'd see like that camera moving around with the different prizes, and you have their little face imposed, and like, and I'll take that ceramic Dalmatian. They always put this ceramic Dalmatian. I would like you to say that some of us would make better Wheel of Fortune contestants than Jeopardy contestants. And so some of us might like the show. Look, I know what you people are thinking. Casey's upset because he never won a ceramic Dalmatian. <laughs> and I say, that's none of your business. <laughs> take it easy, pal. Sorry, it's been a rough you day. Wanted this, you wanted and I asked for it first. <laughs> you wanted this ceramic hat. <laughs> oh, man, oh I believe awesome. that. They were once very popular. My mom had one. <laughs> yes, and she probably made it with my mom at ceramics. <laughs> she did. <laughs> they probably had matching cats. So you're saying there might still be one? Somewhere? Oh, I'm sure there's one. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of ceramic junk around. <laughs> yeah. I'm just glad I didn't get any of it. <laughs> it's going into a kiln immediately, getting melted down. <laughs> no, it gets shot with a BB gun. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> That's target practice. <laughs> hey, that's what they do on... You just yell out America the whole time. America! <laughs> what is our show that we can't watch now because we finished it? Uh, Walking Dead? No. Peacemaker, they do oh, that. Oh, Peacemaker. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> he, with his little buddy, uh, yeah. Vigilante. Yeah. <laughs> we could donate. Uh, T-Bone and I did that years ago. We used to magnet, though. Oh. oh, you took out Sir Duke? Sir Duke. <laughs> Sir Duke's a tough son of a bitch. Duke. He didn't go down in the first. Ladies and gentlemen, we need a moment of silence for Sir Duke. One moment, please. <laughs> One moment. Okay. You, you won't be forgotten, Sir Duke. He was a worthy, he was a worthy opponent, for sure. Not like ship in a bottle. Oh. <laughs> More like shit in a bottle. Am I right? You're right. Am I right? Hey, shit right? up, dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That, when that shirt comes out, the shit up dick shirt, I mean, I, I, be, I, I just don't think we're going to be able to keep these in stock. Oh, yeah. somebody, Diane said your mom's listening. Yeah, probably. <laughs> what else? You know, I mean, so good. There. So good. <laughs> She's probably cracking up, though. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. That's <laughs> <laughs> That's such a good picture there of that car. Y'all need to head over to the Twitter machine. Yeah, what, beer what's seats. it called? At, At beer, beer seats. seats. That's right. 
So, hey, what else you got going there, Subway? Uh, not really that much. Um, I actually want to find out if Did I the can... ultimate Karen wake you up from your little nap to do the no. show? No. Well, then how come you, you made it to the show? Probably because I took a long walk today. How long? Um, like, like an hour and 30 minutes. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Where the hell are you going? Don't go to that subway. I know your name uh, is Subway, but don't do it. Uh, wait, what do you want me to go to? That was in Brooklyn. Street? He's way far from there. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. nowhere near that. Wait, 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 Melissa, you want me to go to the 36? Yeah, you want me to go to the 36th Street uh, subway station? Because I will if nope. you want me to. Nope. Okay. Wait a minute. I might have been there. Oh. I mean, not recently. Yeah, well, timing is everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. There you go. Yep. And now that guy's in jail. Happy days we be touched. He <laughs> <laughs> looked like he'd probably like that. Yeah. Well, he's gonna have to. Learn Maybe that was his motivation, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's his motivation to go to jail. Yeah. We yeah. <laughs> we touching him. Yeah. yeah. So. So I did something that would, so I would not be released with bond. Yeah, it's a good thing. Good plan. Good exit strategy. Hmm. Well, uh, I, I was telling Big Big Mike that uh, you know Big Ed that uh, I found a record store out by me. So uh, next time you're down, you're gonna have to check it out. They had some cool stuff. I picked up a couple things. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, that's sick. Dude, you know what I found in my research on this this album I reviewed? Yeah, so that would be Leaf Hound. Leaf Honey. No, wait, Leaf Hound, right? Leaf Hound. Yeah. So it is. I didn't. I didn't put this on the the my my review, but it is the most sought after vinyl LP right now. Really? It brings in the biggest amount. Yeah, a big money it brings in. That was like one well, of the. Well, there could have been many and, uh, of them. No, well, that I might guess be it they, too, they were more like popular than they will. They were more popular than we'll ever know when they came out. So the record is worth a lot of money if you ever if you ever come across one. Were they a big regional band? Is that what it was? They were like. No, they. You know what? They disbanded right after they got done. They just and then they they got back together in two thousand four. Really. And did an album in two thousand seven. Yeah. Wow. And I, I I guess it was a revolving door after that. You know. So there's. Anyway, it's a. Interesting. It was good. I enjoy. I mean, we'll talk about it in a little bit. It's good. Huh. But I found that interesting that, you know, that vinyl is coming back. You know, it's coming back. It's been coming back. But that's probably brings, fetches the most money if you have a copy of uh, Leaf Hound. Oh, there you go, collectors. Busted. Keep your eyes out for Leaf Hound. Keep going at them garage sales. Eventually you'll find one. Oh, they like garage sales out here. Mm -hmm. 
Everybody likes a bargain. Absolutely. Bargains are fun. But I would imagine this album is a toughie to come across. I'll tell you this. As, as many album bins I've dug through, I've never come across it. Big Mike, there was an album I saw and I, I wanted to pick up, but I was like, maybe I won't. And I didn't. But it was Smoking a Bandit to official motion picture soundtrack that's actually i, I you know what i've come across there's some good songs on there no there is and i i haven't picked it up and, and i know where there's a there's a copy of that album right now and don williams on there doing tulsa time yeah yeah don that's, his last, that's his last uh, top 40 and he even had a speaking part in the film he did when when they walk walk in that they were in that uh, bar country in the bar yep correct it took like 30 takes. <laughs> hey, but they got it. Because of Tom DeLuise. <laughs> Tom DeLuise touched his wee-wee. That's how they got it done. <laughs> well, he might have wet his pants. He kept wet his pants. Just like that SNL sketch. Yeah. yeah. The character he played in that film, he, he seemed like a wee wee toucher. A wee wee toucher. He played the doctor. Yeah, the was Italian he like doctor. Italian doctor out of Miami or something, though, right? Yeah, something like that. He was on his way to Miami. And then they commandeered him to. Uh, Take care it, of the elephant. What was the elephant's name? It was uh, Charlotte was the yeah, name of the was, elephant. It was Charlotte. I mean, they really stretched um, on that movie. Oh, they stretched on that. It, it's like they it did not have the same thunder Smokey and the Bandit had. Not even close. I mean, I mean oh, it, were, was, it, was, it was over before it started. It was terrible. And then they went in a third one. Which is, hey, do you know the, do you know the story about that film? They did a whole reshoot, no. didn't they? Yeah, so the film was supposed to be Smokey is the Bandit, where uh, I, the, it was a weird premise where Buford T. Justice became the Bandit. And then that, they, they, so they finished the film, they showed the film to test audiences, and it bombed. All right, so here, think about this. You've seen Smokey and the Bandit 3. People are like, fuck that. that. Just give us Smoking the Bandit 3. This other one's so bad. Mm -hmm. they, I, I have to see it. There's got to be a way, right? There, there's what, Smoking the Bandit 3? No, no, no. Uh, I mean, Smoking yeah, like, the Bandit. Make it a little bit less shitty. Mm -hmm. No, well, well, Case, the there is no footage of the original version of Smoking the Bandit 3. Smokey is the Bandit. Footage does not exist. Wow, that's a that's a crime against humanity. So they they did the re they reshot the movie with Jerry Reed as the bandit. Like they they had the stupid premise so the snowman had to fill in for the bandit, but there there's parts of the film where the stunt driver the yeah. What's that? 
They had the shark tied to the car. That was Smokey and the Bandit. Oh, that was – was that three or yeah, was that, that two? Was three. No, that was three. That was so, so two is all elephant. Yeah. All elephant. Yeah, mm-hmm. three was – I liked it. Well, two had the, the biggest car stunt scene. Yeah. At the end. Oh, no. I, you know what? I take that back. I'm speaking of Smokey and the Bandit. Four? Is it four? No. Because three had – three had – no, no, that was three. You're right. Are you four? Or what? Or was it Jaws four? I'm it confused. I don't know. <laughs> Franchise. I don't know. Or are we talking about I Rocky Five? My rings outside. You know? It was a movie. Or the Fast and Furious fucking fourteen. Hey, listen. <laughs> We're talking about family. Yeah, I know. Family is everything. Family is everything. That's right. I live my life one quarter inch at a time or a mile. I, I don't, I'm really bad at measurements. <laughs> yeah, I see that. Thank or goodness they didn't do the metric. Yes. That's why I have an odometer in my car. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, Big Ed, do you want to uh, kind of roll into your thing then? Roll with it, baby. See, we're a little early, but I know you want to do something a little different. Big Ed? Okay. Well, before you queue, let me. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Hey, uh, hi. We're, we're live. We're on the air. Okay. No, I can make the noise. And I'm not eating Skittles. And I'm- All I heard was Skittles. And to that, we say, what is it? Squish. You guys, uh, Big Ed's rock and rock roll, roll. Retro- retrospective. All right, thanks, guys. Before we get rolling into this, I... I really want to just give about 30 seconds to Taylor Hawkins, which I I failed to do last week because of scheduling differences. Uh, Taylor Hawkins was a drummer for the Foo Fighters for 20 years until he passed passed away three weeks ago. And I still wonder what he was thinking. Before joining Foo Fighters, he was the touring drummer for Alanis Morissette. Alanis Morissette. Before that, he was a uh, touring drummer for Sash Jordan. Also had an experimental progressive band during those days. He also had some projects going on and playing with the likes of Dave Navarro and Duff McKagan to just name drop what he was doing. He was full of life and really impressed me at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame during the Rush induction when they played 2112 and fucking nailed it wearing the same outfit that Neil Peart did during the album shoot. After all, Hawkins and Rush knew how to poke fun at themselves was probably the best induction I'd ever seen. But that said, Hawkins was blessed. I worked hard to get where he did and pissed it away. He's 50 years old. This should be an eye opener to all veteran partiers out there. The body could only handle abuse for so long and then it stops. If anyone out there has substance issues, you can reach me through Casey and Big Mike. We'll let you know how to do that. Mr. Hawkins, thank you for the music. Rest in peace, my friend. I'm Big Ed and you take care of yourself. 
Hey, Casey, if, if someone is uh, wants to reach out to me, how, how would they do that? Well, you can either uh, send me a private message through our uh, Twitter at, at Beer Seats, or you can reach us on our email at the show at Warm Beer and the Cheap Seats. Uh, just, you know, attention, uh, Big Ed, and we'll, we'll get it to the right place. I got chills everywhere. They're multiplying, playing. <laughs> All right, I got chills everywhere. Oh, God. Not part of the email address. Just wanted to <laughs> yeah, that was that out. Yeah, that was case. All right, so this we're gonna I'm gonna roll into my review of the week, which is Leaf Hound, the Growers of Mushroom, released in 1971. It's the uh, studio debut album for the English rock band Leaf Hound. It's the only album to feature original material from the classic original lineup. The al- album is often cited as a pioneer of heavy metal, hard rock, psychedelic rock, and stoner rock. Grows of Mushroom was inspired by an anthology of horror stories and became an accidental template of stoner rock, not about smoking weed and growing mushrooms like everyone else thought. The name Leafhound was, was not what some people have presumed it to be, he says. The idea of the name came from a short horror story by Ray Bradbury called The Emissary. It was about a dog that had returned from the dead, covered in mud and leaves. Furthermore, French says the band's image was largely the figment of of uh, imaginations. The drug scene, of course, was around, but we never really took to it. The drug crazed image of Leafhound was so, that some people seem to have assumed couldn't be further from the truth. The band was as straight as a die when he wrote and played and recorded the album. The album was recorded at Spot Studios in Mayfair, London. It's got nine songs and clocks in at 37 minutes and 10 seconds. Leafhounds are Peter French on vocals, Michael Mick Halls of lead guitar, Derek Brooks on rhythm guitar, Stuart Brooks on bass, and Keith Young on drums. Lead vocalist Peter French, who went on to form Atomic Rooster and later worked with Cactus and later lined up with Randy Pye, is in fine form here. His scorched earth, excuse me, scorched earth screech maven reminded some fans of Robert Plan. His cousin guitarist Mick Halls, who replaced Foghat bound lead guitarist Rod Price, guitarist in French's earlier group Black Cat Bones doesn't have the same guitar prowess that, say, maybe Jimmy Page does, but had at the time, but he's no slouch either, showing technical prowess throughout. For example, you can hear Sabbath, Uriah Heap, Deep Purple Cream, and The Who in there as well. There are snippets of, of Work My Body that always brings Donovan seasons of, of which to mind. Listen when this opens with Freelance Fiend with an aggressive, crunchy guitar, sound violent, followed by a serious cowbell, I'm like, oh shit, 1970. Really, like Peter French's voice. It's a wonder how he never became much more of a lead man. This guy belts it whenever possible, like on Sad Road to the Sea and Too Many Rock and Roll Times. There are others, but I would rather you listen and find out for yourself. Nick Holtz really throws down to be a Clapton page style on Holtz replaced Foghat guitars. Just say this. Just say and give this a listen. The fuck's going on back there? <laughs> Stagnant pool is very sharp snap. A precision seventies chord plugging, pure analog sound. Rock the way it was meant to be played, with Sabbath-like changes. Even a Rolling Stone blues type ballad. The music is the music is great, but it's good enough to, that they should have garnered more attention. 
but they were maybe two years late to the party. You may ask why, Big Ed. Well, I'll tell you. Heavy Rock was in full flight by 1971, and these guys are still playing like it's 1969. That may not that may not seem like much from this far removed, but in those days, the fads and fashions were moving really fast. I still give this a, a solid three. We'll listen to Growers of Mushroom. I envisioned the Duke Boy of Nessaquag hearing this for the first time while being while it being cranked at some gigantic speech, speakers outside a summer party at the beach. You say something like, wow, this shit is good. I like it. As you reach for that joint, chasing it with a beer, with that carefree adolescent attitude. Freelance Fiend opens the album and gets me hooked. Again, at that imaginary beach party. You're starting to group. Yeah. And then you're back. Oh, wait a minute. It's 2022. And I am Big Ed. Listen and enjoy. Very nice. Hey, Big Ed, you I know what? I apologize for the stumbles. I'm in the car and it's dark. It's very hard to see. <laughs> Big Ed, I got like, uh, you know who this band reminded me a little bit of? is Steppenwolf, too. Yeah, well, th- this is 1971, Big Mike. So that's right yeah. in, in the that's mix right. of, yeah. of uh, yeah. rock, rock evolving and moving into different directions. You know, because you had Zeppelin, Deep Purple going on. You had uh, Mountain. You had this. Uh, you had Sabbath. Uh, yeah, yeah uh, Mountain for sure. Uh, Budgie, uh, Scorpions, uh, UFO. There was a lot going on. Vanilla Fudge. There was a ton. So, I I, I enjoyed it. I, I listened I to it, it quite good. a bit, and I actually I thought it was good. I, I I'm glad you liked it. I'm glad you liked it, Big Mike. I even had the Schmelz kid listen to it uh, on our way up to uh, on our road trip. We're going to be listening tomorrow. So we, I did not do my homework during the week, but Melissa and I are going to be listening. So we have lots tomorrow. of hours to do it. So Where are you traveling to tomorrow, uh, Casey no, and Melissa? Nowhere in particular. No. Shout out time? No. Oh, well, yeah, you go ahead. We are going to a very special young lady's birthday party, but it's a surprise, so don't tell her. I already verified it was okay to do a shout-out. Well, then... Thank goodness. All right. I wonder well, if it's the same one. I wonder if it's the same one we're going to be Oh. Yeah. Huh. It's, a prin- it's princess-themed. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's the uh, yeah. The, it's going to be the new Disney version of 2022. Yeah, <laughs> she'll put she'll put on her slutsy dress and they'll be princess themed. Aww, slutsy. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. With a lot of subliminal messages. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Buy buy more shit. That's a subliminal <laughs> message. Yeah, that's one of them for sure. And we're we're piping in that flavor smell that you you know that smell. So you buy more food. Oh. <laughs> oh. Nice. Hey guys. Yes. Uh, it's a pleasure. I'm out. I got to oh. roll. All right. Well, that's all right, Big Ed. I, 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 Ladies and gentlemen, Big Ed's got to go. It's got to go. Peace out. Later. Big Ed is right, leaving the building. Peace out. Yeah. A. Limbaugh's uh, friend, that's cool, and uh, Big Ed, big shout out. That was weird. Uh, Rich Limbaugh's 
uh, sister called in <laughs> with Big Ed. You can never tell what's going on there in uh, Vegas. And uh, I guess they're driving through the desert. I, I don't know. <laughs> Probably someone owed too much money to the casino and they're burying a be- body in the desert. <laughs> yeah, that's what you do, you know. Hey, uh, Subway, you still there? Yeah, I'm still there. Did you did you know are you so you didn't know we were gonna listen to the band this week, right? So you're not familiar, right? No uh the band? Yes. Yeah, I, uh, I mean I, I know who they are. Yeah, I was not aware that we were listening to them. Okay, no, I well mm. No, that's all right. I'm not I'm not I'm not calling you on the carpet. It's no, okay. I, I we're, know not, we're not doing a kangaroo are. court right now. You're safe. <laughs> I I know I know you I know that. He knows who they are, though. That's the fun part. Yeah. I'd never heard of Leaf Hound, so I'm, I'm looking forward to listening to it. But I like rock of that era anyways. Casey, you'll like it because it is, it's good rock from that era. It, I, it, I, I picked up a Poco album. Well, which one? This week. Um, I don't know. It's brown and it's got letters and it does say Poco on there somewhere. <laughs> brown letters and says Poco. No, but it's, uh, uh, it's, it's from like uh, – I'll tell you, it was done like in 72 – so it's still early on, you know. Um, it's right in the thick of things when it was still like really good Poco. Yeah. So it's probably Poco. Uh, I'm trying. To, I I know the album. Yeah, their later stuff's not all that hot. Sweet Melissa. I'm not a big um, fan of it. After like '74, it, huh. it kind of it, it gets too poppy for me. Oh, interesting. Well, and that that's kind of what happened to country rock in that era. Yeah, it got poppy. I mean, look at the the Eagles got poppy. Yeah, they they all became like Seals and Croft. Yes, they all eventually evolved into Seals and Croft. Hmm. Not that there's anything wrong with those guys, but just that was like that whole sound, and it, which gave birth to like fucking yacht rock and shit, which is a weird term. Yacht rock radio. On do, do you SM. think? Do you think like Russian oligarch on his yacht is listening to that music? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I think he's listening to real shitty European uh, discotheque music. Yeah, uh, that's what I think. (laughs) I I picked up a Willie and Whalen album. No way. I'm just now learning of this, folks. And uh, and then an old Clapton album. Was this at your new record shop you were telling me about? Yes. They, They, Mike. You got to go there because you're going to easily spend. Mm-hmm. It's called Patrick's Music Store. He had another shop in. Wait, maybe, is that downtown Newport Richie? Uh, no, 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 not that guy. But no. he's 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 off 19. Uh, but he's heading towards. He's only like a half block off of Main Street on 19. Okay. Um, I saw his website and it was very extensive. He, uh, yeah, and his big thing, his niche is like metal. But he's right. an Irish guy, and he's like, well, um, you know, there are people that seek him out for getting vinyl metal. But, I mean, he's – you just got to dig through. It's like an old school record shop. You just you just got to do the looking. Hmm. Well, that's fun. That To me, that's half the fun is digging through the boxes or digging through the bins. I just think I'm like, I got to work more because there's a lot more shit <laughs> I need to buy. <laughs> what's, what's his prices like? They seem fair. I mean, um, I mean, obviously, you're not going to probably go in there and get it, find like a, a collectible record, and I think steal it from this guy. But his, his price were fair, and 
You know, like something might be eight bucks and another one's 10 or 13, depending on. All right. So he's reasonable. That's good. Impressed. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. He wasn't like all just crazy markup. Now he had a lot of like, you know, like 180 gram vinyl, you know, like very new stuff. Yeah. That's right. going to be like 40, 50 bucks as it should be. But he had stuff that you could get between a couple bucks to $8. He had a lot. That's reasonable. That. And, and I would say that's the majority of stuff. Now, obviously, if it's cheaper, I'm going to just take a look to make sure there's not a scratch on it. And you know what it is, Case? It's the popularity of some of the albums. So, you know, if, if it's a genre that doesn't really sell that well or a band that doesn't sell that well, they're going to price it cheap to move it. And uh, But it, it, $2 to, like, say, 10 or 15 bucks for albums, depending on who they are, I, that's right. That's right. At, yeah. That's right in my wheelhouse. Yeah. So, yeah, just slowly growing that uh, vinyl collection. But, yeah, so, uh, you know, we'll have to hit that up. And obviously, we were talking about uh, hitting up that, uh, well, I guess the, the flea market eventually. Mm-hmm. The flea market. Yeah. We got, we were discussing that this evening. Uh, mm-hmm. So, So we'll uh, buy it all the time. Yes. So we'll we'll make. I think we're our flea market rendezvous is in two weeks. Yes. Yeah. We'll have to get that all. We'll we'll get that all firmed up and in ink, (laughs) not in pencil, (laughs) in the next uh, week or so. And then that's a whole shit. That's a bunch of fodder for the show right there. Those oh, well, I ran into the guy that knew the guy that ran uh, the Devil Dog shop at the Gun Highway Flea Market, which obviously that's closed. He said that guy. Well, you said that guy passed, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and this guy's kind of fascinating, but he's got a shop set up at Oldsmar. So we'll have to go find him and... uh, He's he's getting us a couple kittens, so we're we're gonna yes a couple a few whatever. Yep, that's cool. Nice, nice. Yep. Little baby kitty cat. Yep, they're gonna be no hell yeah yeah something like that. (laughs) That is cute. (laughs) Well, uh, if anyone else got anything uh, magnanimous to announce or say. Yeah, uh, I think Billy likes chocolate milk. Who likes chocolate milk? Billy. Well. Oh, okay. Billy? Oh, I get it. But, well, uh, I want to say happy Easter to everybody. Yeah, happy Easter. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Uh, we can uh, we, we we should have a uh, Easter candy discussion next week. Peeps. Yes. <laughs> what we got Yes, what look we for enjoyed. the price sales on Monday at, at, at uh, CBS at Walgreens. Yes, it's $3.44 here. No Woo. way. I'm bringing my 55-gallon trash bag. Yeah. I want to yeah. drop <laughs> while I'm here. I'm going to go all Florida man up there. <laughs> yeah. Fill up the trash bags. Woo! Uh, Interesting. Yeah. All right, gang. Good night. Good night, everyone. Good night to you guys. Good night. See some of you guys soon. All right.